Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, after a very long hiatus, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Happy to have you. We have been having, um, I don't know, I'd say a growth spurt or change, or however you want to look at it. Not 100% sure. Um, it's been roughly... I'd say two weeks, maybe more. Uh, honestly, I'm not much one for editing, and I'm not going to continue this charade as if I know when the last time I posted my actual podcast. Um, I don't know, was it really a charade? Uh, kind of just sitting here chatting with y'all. Uh, it's been a while. Long story. It's been a while. Um, a friend of mine asked me, you know, why haven't you podcasted? Why haven't you put something up? And multiple things. There are some new projects on the go that are demanding of my time. Um, my personal trainer shout out has been killing me, <laughs> uh, and that is a wonderful thing. There's a lot of reasons, um, and I, I guess a lot of excuses. I mean, I could have sort of found time. Uh, I don't know, uh, honestly. I think you know we've done. I've done a lot of guest spots. I put a few of them up here, maybe one or two. Um, but I've been podcasting all over. We've been super busy on. Uh, Again, on the new project front. Uh, long and short of it is, you don't want to put out content that's terrible. So I could have popped in and said one or two things and sort of kept the stats out. But at the end of the day, you know, I like to think that sort of what I'm putting out is meaningful. At least maybe that's just me. Um, as the speaker, the listener, I guess it's up to you to decide if it's meaningful or not. I like the opportunity. You know what I like, though? I like that people can shut me off. You know, if you're like, this this is dumb. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm out. Gone. I've done some studying. I've done some hunting around, some looking at the algorithms and, and, and some communication with other podcasters and sort of where they stand. And when you're not, when you're not, I don't know, constantly in a network of people and, and there's not much to compare what you're doing to, um, I mean, there, there's tons, don't get me wrong, there's tons of stuff to compare myself to, but when you haven't, when you've just been plodding along your course and carrying on with what you're doing and you, and you look at your numbers and you see what's going on, you're like, am I good, am I bad? It's fascinating because, you know, again, the underlying theme of this podcast is get started, get going, rock and roll, there's nothing stopping you but you, it's all inside your head. Everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> it's all inside your head. So... I guess that's why I have a congruent theme. Um, do I have congruent speech? I don't know. I mean, I go on these tangents where I start to bring things in and I try to connect things and this, that, and the other thing. and I'm kind of all over the place. But I think for the most part, my listeners, you guys, me, we're all kind of the same. You know, we speak in stories. We speak in, in categories. We, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Um, some people are struggling to get listeners. Some people don't have congruency. Some people don't have enough message, enough energy. I don't know. 
I come from a world where every single person that put a microphone in front of their face went through the moon. Um, and looking at these these other individuals, uh, I you almost want to reach out and help. But at the same time, the whole reason they aren't where they want to be is so that they can learn to get to where they want to be. And that kind of jumps into a little bit more about, you know, what I wanted to talk about today, how, you know, again, with our past and how we beat ourselves up with our past and all that sort of stuff. I mean, how many, how many, if you sit back and you, and you think to yourself right now about the great things that you've accomplished and then, oh, wait, wait, go ahead. I'll give you a minute. Just, just stroke your beard if you have one or your chin or if you're sitting near somebody with a beard, just reach out and stroke their beard. Tell them it's okay. Tell them I said it was okay. Go ahead. Think about all your great moments. It's awkward now that I'm not making any sound. And that was like seven seconds. <laughs> Leaving you guys to your own devices. Our greatest moments, although they are massive and everywhere, don't resonate with us as much as our biggest failures. And that's not just you. That's not just your algorithm. That's everyone. When we don't, you know, we, we. if I said to you on the same note, go ahead and take the next moment to think about all the terrible things you've ever done in your life. I think a collective, oh shit, <laughs> just rang out. And it's funny because we think, again, to ourselves that we're the only ones that have these terrible moments. But everyone does. These moments are our definitive moments. These moments are the moments that we hate the most. Because of how we treated somebody. Or because of how we spoke to somebody. Or because of how we acted in a certain way. Now here's one of the cool things about all those things that you're internally disappointed with yourself for. If you hadn't grown as an individual and as a human because of those things that you're currently beating yourself up for, you wouldn't be beating yourself up. And that's big. That's big. Right? So the fact that you're aware of the issues and the fact that you're embarrassed by, upset by, have anxiety towards the things that took place in your life, in your past. The only reason you have any anxiety towards any of them is because they made you grow. So what does that mean? So are you just going to keep constantly beating yourself up over all the negative things? or And you're going to also dismiss the positive things? You have the ability to flip over. You have the ability to say, all right, I want to pay more attention to the positive things inside my mind. Whatever you focus on becomes your reality. And that's truth. There's no... There's no... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to put it. We skip over things when we think about things. And the simple fact that every single thing that you've ever done is inside your brain. Every single thing that you've ever eaten, every single thing that you've ever said, 
every single encounter that you've ever had is logged inside your brain. You're choosing what to pull out of those logs. You're choosing. Or something's choosing for you. Something's choosing for you that you have to grow from. Think about this in a sitcom era. Think about this as if your life were a TV show. (laughs) All of those things that you hate about yourself or that you're ashamed of, you now have the opportunity to go back and fix all of them. Right? Do you? Or do you not? Because our flaws create our character. And our greatnesses contribute to our character. But our great actions are often ignored by us, our mind, the curator of ourselves. So what does that really mean for us, for you, for me? (laughs) Man, it means, yes, you are your own worst enemy, except you have to be. There are people out there oblivious to the fact that they've caused any pain to themselves, to anybody else. And these people are miserable or slow or merely meant for your observation, not for your comparison. There's a lot that we can learn from watching other people, but only how we apply it to ourselves. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you've done or who you are, you only have the symbol or the, sorry, the, the, the collective memory of your experiences. When you talk about the pyramids, you don't know how they were built. I don't know how they were built. The story that we were told is a story that we were told. Talking about the pyramids, for example, is not about talking about the pyramids. It's about how we interact with the conversation that is talking about the pyramids. All of our exchanges all of our thoughts, all of our feelings, all of our precursors, all of everything that we've ever done, if we are down and out, is us. It's us. If people are talking shit to us, it's because of us. And nobody wants to admit that. Nobody wants to to put that out there. Secondarily, bigger troubles with the world. Sexism, racism, classism. All of that stops the minute you stop it. Fear. Fear thy neighbor. If you needed a cup of sugar or an emergency blanket or a cup of tea or anything, if you walked out of your house and walked down the street and knocked on somebody's door, nine out of ten of those people would be willing to help you. But... 10 out of 10 of those people would be shocked that somebody's knocking at their door and they would be anxious to go to the door to open it simply because society has told us to be anxious to go to the door and open it. The biggest enemy today is information (laughs) because somebody's controlling the information. Somebody's telling you, somebody's giving you this idea. If everything you'd ever experienced in your entire life from the television was rainbows and sunshine you wouldn't hesitate to open your door. In fact, you'd be excited to meet somebody new. But no, with that door knock or doorbell or what have you, when I grew up, we used to have to call our friends to see if we could go over. You know, if you're home, can I I come over? I'm going to come over. I'm going to give you a call. We're going to come over. Now we live in a world where I have to text my friends 
to see if I can call. So we think that we're united. We think that we're all tied in. We think that we have brought together this unity, this, this internet has brought us all together, but all it's really done is given us our own algorithm to look at the world through. And that right there is a huge rub. If the world's a terrible place, change the channel. (laughs) If every channel demonstrates something you don't want to see, turn the television off and go engage in a different experience. Turn on a podcast, turn on an audiobook. Go talk to your neighbor. Go pretend like you need sugar or something. <laughs> Get out there and have an experience. Because again, if we were to reiterate the sexism, the racism, the classism, you know, the haves and the have-nots, we're afraid that somebody's going to take this. Every single ounce of money that people earn, they work their whole lives to earn, everyone's afraid that somebody's coming to take it. Racism to me is the most stupidest thing in the entire world. I just posted about it on the Instagram. (laughs) You're people. Every human is the same. There's no difference between black and white and Chinese and uh, Korean and Scandinavian and Mexican and fucking whatever. There's no difference. Man, legs, arms, face. Boom, have at her. What's inside? People are going to react to you the way you outwardly demonstrate yourself. You are in control of the energy of people. You want to to put this to the test? Walk through any mall or any group of area of people. Take anyone that's got like a frown or a negative face. Just stare at them. (laughs) Just stare at them. And then when they look at you, smile big. And watch them change. Watch their entire demeanor change. Watch their energy and their character change. Watch you change their character. So if you want to be upset, and there's another thing too, if you are upset, if you are having a bad day, if you are roughed up, you're going to assume that everyone's out to get you. And that's going to change how things work for you. Man, if we understood, if we fully could understand and grasp our own power, every single thing that ever happened to you negatively happened for a reason. Every single thing, every single dickhead thing that you did to somebody else Right, the only dickhead things that you did that you remember are the ones that stuck with you, or the ones that you that have a lesson to teach you. I can guarantee you there are a ton of people out there that can't stand you because of some bullshit thing that they did, that you were a part of. They, you know, they were having a bad day and they said this, that, and the other thing, and you off the cuffed something and completely nonchalant meant nothing to you. This person has been stewing about it for decades, <laughs> and it's eating them up. I bet you have the same thing. I bet you hate this one person because he said this, that, and the other thing, or you heard somebody said this, about blah, 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 blah. It's funny when you talk for like 15 minutes and you run out of breath. <laughs> I just had to take a solid three-minute moment there to just breathe a little bit. That's fun. That's good times. Back to us and you and our passion and our fear. Man, if I could explain to you and if I could express to you how much you are in complete control of all that, everything you've ever thought you were afraid of, you're in control of that. Everything you've ever loved, you're in control of that. Everything you've ever been questionable, everything that you've ever questioned, had a curiosity towards, you're in control of that. Everything in and around you is responding to you. Everything. How you choose to look at it. Once you start, you know, cliches. Here's a cliche for you. Once you change how you look at something, what you look at changes, right? (laughs) 
isn't that fun? But it's the truth. It's the absolute truth. I went for breakfast today with the family. and I had a wonderful time. But apparently two of the members that were out with us were angsty. And they were having their own problems. And their own problems were resonating off each other. And the two of them then had conjoined problems based solely on miscommunication from the fact that their own individual problems were getting in the way. Anyway, that's enough about my personal life. And if you guys are listening to this right now, get over it. Both of you, for Christ's sake. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Breakfast was delicious. Sunday, man. The clocks went ahead today. Daylight savings has to beat it. Honestly, it's such a waste. Uh, we don't even know what we do it anymore. It's like paying taxes. Why do we even pay taxes anymore? The government just wastes money hand over fist, and now they want more and more and more of our money. Money's a joke. This collective awakening is kind of neat because you see so much going on and so many people waking up to and catching on to things and seeing things. And what once was a conspiracy, and I was like, yeah, you know, wait a minute. This is making a little bit too much sense. What the hell's going on here? And then there are people that'll never wake up. You don't have to worry about those guys. You know, the whole idea behind life in and of itself, the whole purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to wrap it up on this note. This was a great podcast. I jumped on impromptu, took a three-minute breather. You won't hear that, though. It would be funny if I actually just left that in there, just this long, silent pause for three minutes. I like to edit things. Um, the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to sign off, and uh, I've completely drawn a blank as to what I was going to sign off on. Um, so I'm going to pause this and check it out. Hold on a sec. The whole purpose of life is to be happy. So we take those lessons. We take the pain and we use it to create happiness. We allow it to guide us in a way. We allow it to guide us in a path. We quit our job. We find happiness. We find creation. We become happy. We create happiness. We hunt happiness. We create happiness. If, if what we're doing isn't working for us, we change what we're doing and we hunt down happiness. Happiness, at the end of the day, is the goal. We exist to find happiness, and it is 100% out there for all of us. All of us. All we have to do is understand what it is we're doing, which is kind of fun. So I will say this then, uh, and, and because it's been so long. In the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.